With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, Maridisas? This is Kian Sobani. Another free clip coming at you guys today. This one is taken from our weekly Managing Madrid Mailbag podcast. Every single week, Lucas Navarrete and I, we take questions from patrons through our Discord channel. And we answer them, and this clip is about Benzema and Harry Kane. And specifically, and this obviously relates to Harry Kane, how much would we have paid for Karim Benzema in 2018 when Ronaldo left if we had the future and we knew exactly how it went down? So knowing everything we know now, Benzema's epic rise, taking the mantle, stepping up, when Ronaldo left, um, the 44 goals in 46 games, the Ballon d'Or, one of the greatest champions in campaigns in history. If we knew all of that, we had the benefit of hindsight, how much would we have paid for a 30-year-old Karim Benzema in that moment? So we answered that, and obviously we get into details like, okay, so what does that mean for Kane? Like, Could we could we relate this to, to a 30-year-old Kane now, etc.? cetera? Uh, and then some other things are in there as well. So... The full episode, you can find it. It's quite lengthy. If you click on the show notes, there's a link in the show notes that takes you to the full episode. You can sign up on Patreon there, access it, and access our entire back catalog and everything we do. We put out so much content on Patreon. It's crazy. So if you want that, click on the link in the show notes or simply go to patreon.com slash managingmadrid. <clears throat> My voice is dead. Uh, you might be able to tell because just a lot of podcasts and uh, probably... I don't know if this is necessarily related, but the air quality up in the uh, northeast of North America is absolutely brutal. And uh, just kind of feeling, I think I'm feeling the effects of it, really. It's it's really hard to breathe. It's uh, smoky. It's, it's bad. Um, so hopefully that'll recover soon. I also just wanted to say, Houston, if you're coming to see us in Houston, if you're in Texas and you want to make the trip to Houston to see us, or if you're already going to Houston for the game, uh, we're doing a show on July 27th. It's live. It's on 7 p.m. The link is live. 
So you click on the link in the show notes, you book your spot in Houston, and if you're planning on doing it, do it before July 1st because it saves you $20. So it's an incentive for you guys to book early. Also, it helps us tremendously to know the numbers beforehand. So it's kind of win-win. You save money and it helps us with logistics, so please book early. And uh, we have Dallas and Los Angeles also that we're doing. Dallas is going to be on the 30th likely, uh, and L.A. will be firming up too in the next few days. So all that information will be available to you guys in the next few days. Keep your eyes peeled. Enjoy the clip. And again, make sure you're not missing content. Patreon.com slash Managing Madrid. The Maridista Army is massive now, and you want to be a part of it. Trust me. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the clip. CLE says, if Harry Kane came here, he would be 30 years old. After Ronaldo left, Benzema uh, was 31 the next season. How much would you have paid for Benzema knowing how much he would end up scoring? There's actually, a, this is a massive question. It's like it's like basically an essay, an article. It's actually really interesting. Thank you for putting that um, kind of analysis put forward about age and, and value. You can read that in the Discord channel if you're interested I shortened it for the sake of this podcast, but how much are you paying for Benzema if knowing everything that we know how the next few years went? It's a tricky question, but uh, I would probably pay the same kind of range, the same kind of fee that it's been discussed about Kane here, but I don't know if you can expect, like I think it will be too optimistic to expect Kane to deliver the kind of uh, season that Benzema displayed and, and put on last year, you know. The other ones were were fine, Benzema, more than fine. Even Benzema was the leader of the offense and all that, but obviously Ballon d'Or caliber uh, year last season. So maybe a bit too optimistic to expect uh, that kind of performance uh, from, from Kane. But still, yeah, I'm, for the sake of argument, I would say 100 for even maybe even more if i knew like in hindsight if i knew benzema was going to deliver the kind of season he did uh, last year maybe 150 even but obviously you don't you don't know the kind of production he's going to give you so let's say 100 if if kane came in at age 30 and put up benzema numbers that's a wild success like this is just to put things into context First season, so I'm going from 2018 and on, basically the year Ronaldo was gone. 30 goals, 27 goals, 30 goals, 44 goals. And then this season, which was his decline of sorts, 31 goals. Um, that's a wild success if Kane puts up those numbers over four or five years. That's that's crazy. But I think he can, by the way. I don't, like... I think he's that talented if he stays healthy. But I I want to go back to the question of how much you'd pay for Benzema. I'm going to go crazy, man. I'm going to really just say what I think. I'd pay $200 million for this player. Yeah, in hindsight, for for the kind of production we... Yeah, knowing knowing what we know knowing, now about what happened. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, he sing, I was going to say single-handedly, and he definitely got help from from Courtois, Vinicius, and the rest of his teammates, but he pretty much carried uh, the entire team in a historic season last year. So 
knowing knowing that yeah but you pretty much have to pay whatever they want you to pay really yeah. <laughs> knowing knowing the kind of production you got from him last year which I, I think the reason this question is interesting to me is because it puts things into perspective and at least makes you think. It's a thought exercise. Are we, if Kane puts up 30, 27, 30, 44, 31, let's make it easy, 30 goals a year. Is that not worth $100 million? Not sure. It's I, it's, what do you mean you're not sure? If you I'm knew not sure that he put those numbers up, it wouldn't be? 30 a season in, across all competitions. Well, that's basically yeah what Benzema did. I'm I'm counting Benzema's all across all competitions. I'm not sure. <laughs> I I'm honestly not sure. I think uh, you might want to expect a little bit more. Mm. Come on, man! In this market, hundred million for thirty goals a year is justified. I think it's a good point uh, in this market thing. Because you ended up paying 60 for Jovic, for sure. <laughs> but uh, I don't... Look, I think the production from your from your center striker can be increased a lot while playing with uh, the teammates in Real Madrid. Like, your numbers are going to, yeah. to increase. So, I was going to say, uh, like, this is a hot take, but I don't think it's that hard to score 30 goals across all competitions in Madrid as long as you are top 10, 15, 20 striker in, in world football. Considering also the minutes, pretty much Benzema didn't rotate at all in this in this year. So if you're getting that kind of uh, minutes, if you don't get injured, I don't think it's really that hard. If you're taking penalties, I don't think it's really that hard to score 30 goals a season for Madrid across all competitions. I'm with you, um, I, but I also would have two additional assumptions to what you said. Assumption number one would be if Kane is scoring 30 goals, my assumption is that he's also creating a bunch of goals too. Absolutely. Right? Because he can do that. That's the kind of forward he, he is. Yeah. My assumption number two is that you and I are in agreement with this because we talked about this last podcast, that Kane, I think it was you anyway, <laughs> Kane... Uh, Probably score more at Real Madrid than he is doing at Tottenham with Absolutely. more talent around him. Absolutely. I definitely agree 100%. I think, I think that I was thinking about this the other day. The people against Kane because of his lack of uh, success, his lack of trophies in, in European football remind me a lot of the, of the Villa caves, the Villa narrative back when Barcelona signed him from, from Valencia years ago, you know. People looked at Villa and said, hey, he's had no success whatsoever in his career, but, you know, he was playing for Valencia. Tottenham are kind of the Valencia of the Premier League, similar age. I think the comparison is fair, and obviously Villa went down as as to have like three or four brilliant seasons for, for Barcelona in, during that uh, during that late stage of the Guardiola years, and and also the the first Luis Enrique years, I think. Well, no, I think that was Luis Suarez already. But anyway, the uh, the the case, the point stands, in my opinion. I think it was a similar case. Like Kane has been playing for Tottenham for his entire career. Obviously, he hasn't had this success and these trophies in 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 the Premier League or in or in the in the other competitions. And the same could be said about about Villa back then. And 
we all knew that Villa was capable of delivering like three or four quality seasons for Barcelona back in the day. And I think the same can be said about Kane uh, this this point of time. It amazes me that people don't have the basic understanding to realize that, hey, maybe the reason Kane doesn't have trophies is because he played at Tottenham. <laughs> like that might not cross your mind. Like it's pretty. pretty it's hard to win for to Tottenham, man. It's hard. Like I'm not underrating them. It's true that he played the Champions League final. They reached that stage, and well, that I getting to the final itself is a success it, yeah, it, for that team. Exactly, exactly. But you should definitely not uh, ask Kane to win trophies while he's been playing for Tottenham. I think the Villa comparison is um, is one I'm proud of. I think it's a <laughs> it's a it's a good one. The Villa back not in bad. the day. Villa was cheaper. I get that point, but the market has also, as you mentioned, the, today's market is definitely not the same as as it was in 2010. I think Villa went for like 40. But uh, I think it's uh, Valencia in, in those years can be compared to Tottenham and Villa was similar age and you kind of can expect the same kind of production from, from Kane right now than, than you uh, got from Villa back in the day, Barcelona, obviously. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, just on that note, you also heard something. What What, what did your sources say about like, uh, updates on the Kane situation? Well, in case uh, some of the listeners missed it, uh, I published uh, yesterday that Real Madrid are not uh, optimistic about mm, the whole situation, about the whole negotiations and the transfer. They expect uh, Tottenham president Daniel Levi to push really hard in order to to keep Kane. Obviously, this is always the strategy and the case with, uh, with Levi. So Real Madrid are not optimistic about this and... They are obviously exploring other other options and other candidates and other ways uh, of replacing Benzema in the in the starting lineup. I don't have any names in terms of new signings, but one of the alternatives and one of the options that Real Madrid are considering at this moment could be signing a quality and a star right winger in order to maybe deploy Rodrigo as a, as a center forward in case that, you know, this other candidate, uh, perfect candidate to replace Benzema as a center forward doesn't, doesn't really emerge. You know, if, that's, if that ends up being the case, if Kane isn't available for a reasonable uh, fee, Real Madrid could be exploring the market for the, for the right wing spot and maybe promote Rodrigo to the, to the center forward and see what uh, they have there. Um. I, just some quick thoughts on that. <clears throat> I, 
think a few people have asked about the possibility, like, hey, why don't we just yeah. sign uh, a winger and then put Rodrigo on as, as a striker? And and my my response was like, well, I I don't think Rodrigo is a full time striker, but someone you play there occasionally, um, or as a backup. my problem is my problem is what who would that winger be exactly? And and that was that was the point I was gonna make is that. Is your is that winger you're bringing? Is it Mbappe or is it or is it Samuchikwezi? If it's exactly. Samuchikwezi, then I don't think you're gonna get enough from that. Absolutely. If it's Mbappe, you, well, you're go, you're not worried about goals. Sure. If so it's it Mbappe, if it's Mbappe, he would not actually be a winger. Well, I yeah, mean, he, he would be deploying as a forward. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Yeah, and, and Rodrigo would be on the right, but yeah. If the if the options and the and the names uh, considered are in the Chukwueze range, and I'm a fan of Chukwueze, by the way, I I could sure. even sign. I could even see why signing Chukwueze for somewhere in the 45, 50 million rates would make sense. Sure. But if that's your plan A, like starting Rodrigo in the center and Chukwueze on the right, I think that's not ideal. So if it's a player in that kind of tier. I'm not entirely comfortable with the idea of uh, of exploring other options rather than ex- spending a little bit more on Kane. It's also worth noting that um, there's not really a big list of of wingers who score at the level of a center forward does. You know, like in in our recent history, it was Ronaldo and Messi, um, and then like currently. You'd you'd be talking about players like Mohamed Salah, and just, I guess people I can't think of right now. Who, Sane. who else? Who? Sane. Sane. Yeah, but not at that level. No, I know, I know. <laughs> that's the. I mean, that's that's actually my point. Like the yeah. options are not very appealing in the market. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for that to, work, I mean, like. I understand why it's a plan B because you have to have a plan B. If you can't sign a lead striker and you can't get someone who's good enough to justify the price tag, then you have to think about alternative routes. And that is one of the options. I understand why they have to have that as a contingency plan. Um, the problem is the market is as thin on the right wing as it is as, uh, as in, uh, in the center forward, even worse, maybe. Well, so, that's why I don't think it's the right winger you have to look for. It's Yeah, I agree. Um Sid, Sid brought this point quite a bit up too, and and I agree with him that Bellingham is going to bring you goals from midfield too. So that's something like as an attacking midfielder. But if you don't get, because we had a big discussion about this last night, and the question was like, what happens if you don't get Kane? How good are we next year? If we get Kane, then I think a lot of those questions are answered. But if we don't get Kane, how good are we? Are we going to be good enough to compete for trophies? And the path to and I like it's really hard to see that unless everybody steps up for goals. Everyone from Bellingham right away starts contributing. Rodrigo takes that. He starts scoring those chances. He wasn't ch- taking this year in La Liga. Vinicius goes to another level. Um, who am I missing? Valverde, maybe. Valverde has another 15 goals. Yeah. Jose Luis. But- Valverde really cooled off during the second half yeah. of the season in terms of his production. So, yeah, I don't think it'll be easy for Madrid to compete for trophies. Definitely not for the Champions League if they don't sign a, a striker in the Kane tier. 
But uh, maybe La Liga, you know, you can win many, many, many Liga games with lucky goals, set pieces, as long as you're consistent and 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 as long as you provide effort week in and week out. But they definitely wouldn't have this uh, kind of uh, firepower that uh, makes you compete for for the Champions League. I don't think. Well. Sometimes people bring up the example of, well, Manchester City got to the final without a pure striker. But I think they may not have had the traditional Erling Haaland number nine, but they had players who play that role really well, like Gabriel Jesus, for example. Aguero. Well, I know he Aguero was kind of in, this, in his decline, but yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. John Oliver says, Hey guys, hope you're well. Quick hypothetical for you. Do you think it would be a good exercise to play City in the group stage next year? Or would you rather wait for the latter stages slash final? I want Real Madrid to play and face clubs like Sheriff in the group stage. We can't even beat that team. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know what I'm saying. I want an easy route uh, until the very Champions League final. You know, it's not. I don't want to make any point. I don't want to make a statement. I don't. I don't want to see the team challenge in the first few months <laughs> of competition. That actually hurts your your chances of winning La Liga. So I'm not interested in, in facing Manchester City. I get that, you know, from, from a standpoint of developing the young players, of being actually forced uh, to, you know, build a, a good and solid team during the first few months of competition, it could help in, the, in that regard. But in the terms of, uh, of your pure chances of winning trophies that year, it would hurt a lot having a tough uh, group of states. Unless like the rest of your group is so bad that it doesn't matter because you'll just you know maybe you lose the city a couple times you come second although you know maybe you maybe you maybe you're maybe you're better than city I don't know I, I'm not gonna write off anything as of yet I thought this question was interesting for um this simple reason that I was going back and thinking about Real Madrid's 1999-2000 season I think I think I'm getting the year right we beat. Valencia in the final. Was that the one? Yeah. So uh, that group stages that season, we had Bayern Munich. And we lost 4-1 to them in Munich and 4-2 at the Bernabeu. And it wasn't close. It was like, okay, this is... We're not even close to being able to compete for this competition. They destroyed us. We drew them again in the quarter uh, semifinals and beat them. Anelka. Anelka. Anelka rising from the dead. The, the reason I bring this up, and of course, the round before that was the quarterfinals, the famous Rodondo Taconasso at Old Trafford. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because <laughs> I almost felt like Bayern destroying us the way they did in the group stages, almost like they they underestimated us. Like, these guys, are just we, we're not having any trouble with these guys. And then they lost. Maybe, Maybe also kind of gave the team a chance to scout Bayern during those first two games, you know, and get prepared for what Bayern were trying to do. But in any case, I just want uh, an easy group stage, uh, as easy as possible. I'll just bring up a couple more just historic examples. Not too, not too old, obviously, more recent in the Zidane era. There's a couple games in the group stages that we had 
that were so bad that really meant nothing ultimately. One was we lost three nothing to Tottenham at uh, White Hart Lane, I guess. Were they playing there at that time? I can't remember. And uh, you remember that one? And everyone was like, man, we got to get Pochettino. Yeah. Complete yeah. tactical gap between him and Zidane. <laughs> yeah, 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 we got yeah. destroyed. Uh, and then the another one was, I think, I don't remember how much we lost by, but it was PSG in Paris. Also a group stage game. They destroyed yeah. us. And I think we we won the Champions League both times. So uh, I guess I don't know how much Champions League uh, group stages ultimately mean that much for the rest of the season, but just thought I'd throw in those examples. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.